0: From the Institute of Higher Thinking. This is Literally. It's a podcast. Welcome to Literally, the podcast where great writing meets guilty pleasure. For the last 12 days, We've been enjoying the 12 Days of Crystal, a chance for my podcast co-host and partner, Crystal Delorenis, to share what she's been reading while we've been on, you know, a little hiatus. That's right, it's been about a year since we did a podcast, and now all of a sudden we've dropped 12 in a row on you in 12 days. We're so, so glad for everyone that has taken the time uh, to rejoin us again and listen to what we have to say about books. We promised that in the future, literally, is going to move forward and do some things a little bit differently, but uh, books with great writing and guilty pleasure will always be central to the main theme of what we're doing. So, in the meantime, let's talk about a book that Crystal hasn't read, and why we're a little surprised by that. Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Eve, December 24th, and we are finally presenting the 12th Day of Crystal. We hope you've enjoyed them. And now, let the ridicule begin.
1: Okay, so there was this thing called Harry Potter. And this thing? This thing. And I didn't really read the books.
0: She movie first I movie first. Mur- movie first Harry it, it, Potter. I did
1: try to read The Order of the Phoenix at one point, and uh, it was at the beach, and it was not a good mix. And I was like, "This book makes no sense," probably because of the sun. So I just sort of gave up on it. Um, but I went and finally read The Sorcerer's Stone, and I liked it. <laughs> well, surprise!
0: <laughs> you, you, and millions upon millions upon millions of other people, I, maybe billions.
1: I don't. I don't even think. I mean, I'm sure no one's heard of this. Before I'm a trendsetter, duh.
0: Okay. So, the coolest thing about the whole Harry Potter series to me (laughs) was that if you read them as children's books, the person reading the book, the the target audience, was was supposed to be about the same age Mm -hmm. as Harry for every book. Yeah. He was 10. In the first book, so you know, when the
1: first book came out, I think when I was in high school or college. So I mean, I was already like not at the right age for hitting those anyway.
0: Yeah, but then you didn't notice the lines at bookstores when no, you really I I had perfect, had,
1: like, I knew all about it, but I was also like them. not really reading a lot back then too. Okay, all right, yeah, all right.
0: So uh, when it's something like that, it's something that's already global humongous and you get into it for the first time and you said i i really enjoyed it wow the the biggest part of that is how do you not set your expectations so high that anything short of you know perfection but then you know especially the first one it it kind of is its own little perfect wrapped up book
1: well, and and maybe it's because I already have... I've seen all the movies. I own them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of knew what to expect story-wise. Um, I knew a lot about the world of Harry Potter. I've been to the theme park, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I know about Harry Potter. For me, it was, as I was getting into it, knowing that it was really a book that was aimed at, like, 10-year-olds, I didn't know what to expect for in that sense. Mm-hmm. And reading it it was i felt like that was actually, She did a really good job of making it something that kids that age could get into but it was still really detailed and i think she did a really excellent job with that
0: i have thought from the very beginning that that what made harry potter such a huge success was that she put really good characters into a world with a lot of very specific details and that combination kind of brought f- fantasy to life in a way that hasn't been done very often. <clears throat> just in the sense that because it, it, it also intersects with our world, the, mm-hmm. the muggle world. Right. You know, if you wanted kids to buy into it, even knowing that it was, that it was pretend, that right. it was fiction, that was a, that's just a great recipe to have such relatable characters. And such a specific world.
1: yes. and the only thing is that um, I guess some of the issues that and I've seen other people have had these issues as well. but I mean, hey, I'm just new. I'm new <laughs> here. Um, they the fact that like the kids don't bring the ones that grow up in the muggle world don't bring muggle things to Hogwarts with them
0: mm-hmm.
1: like they could have totally blown people's mind with the disc man. <laughs> like why would you not why would you not bring that? so I, I mean that's the only thing where i'm like why okay i get it magic stuff's cool but like you've got stuff that people in the magic world are like how does that work yeah i mean the fact that mr weasley weasley is all about like what's the purpose of a rubber duck <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean you've got more cool stuff than rubber ducks yeah. over here too you know yeah so I, I think that that's one of the things that sort of stuck out to me i'm like they're not they don't bring anything with them that's that's right
0: that's right um uh hermione what are you doing um well i'm using an electric toothbrush because we live in britain and um you know tooth care is kind of an ongoing joke here and her Uh, parents are dentists my parents are dentists
1: so they really probably gave her a hard time about it she's got a
0: water pick you know what (laughs) where does she plug it the fuck in
1: Batteries?
0: Okay. Okay. Batteries? Batteries. Like, can you imagine? Can if, you if imagine you can, how? If many... you can do
1: something with your wand to fix glasses, come on.
0: You recharge batteries. You
1: recharge batteries.
0: Lithium Please. ionis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rechargeicus. Mine was cooler. I know. I liked mine better. <laughs> Mine's more fun to say
0: than lithium ionis?
1: Say it. Rechargeicus. Mm. It's sort of like Spartacus. Rechargeicus.
0: <laughs> now we <we've> veered completely <laughs> like, off I know. completely completely like, off. merry
1: christmas um do you plan on reading the rest of the books probably
0: yeah
1: i'm not it, i'm not jumping on those because the to read list is already kind of well they read fast crazy.
0: they read fast for one thing and and i'll tell you uh, um i read them years and years ago when i was working at the herald and um and it was just one of those things i just picked i picked up the first one and it was it was cute and i really enjoyed it and i read the second one and i thought okay that, that's pretty cute i like it but i can i could see a formula developing what's really interesting about that series to me is that the third book is when Rowling starts treating those kids that are reading her books like you know again she's not it's not overshooting them by any stretch of the imagination, she still knows she's writing at that point kids' books, but she's given them, she's given them a lot of credit as readers, and she's not writing down to them. And you've watched the movie, so it's no, it's no. There's a big tone shift that yeah. starts with uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and continues on through the rest of the series.
1: Well, puberty's hard. Yeah, that's it why. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense. It is.
0: <laughs> But, I mean, that's what I thought was really, what was really cool was, you know, when, you watch, when you're when you reading those books and you get to the third one and... and
1: Well, even if you look at the books on a shelf, they just get bigger mm-hmm. as they go. And I, I thought that was an interesting choice, too. Well, I
0: also thought that, you know, I didn't really catch on to the whole Harry Potter phenomenon until the fourth book came out. And I didn't really understand. I saw this huge fourth book. I was The fourth book was the first one that anybody ever gave me. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I guess I have to read the first three to get to this. A lot of people are reading this stuff, and I and I read the first two, and I said these are very good books, but these are still kind of kids' books. I don't understand why so many adults are reading them. I read the third book, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This is this is this is what it is. Now now it's got a lot of those interesting elements, and that's also where the stories are less self-contained and more part of, yeah, you know, a, a single narrative that runs through the next four books five books i guess so Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think you'll actually enjoy if you decide to go through the others and they read read super fast
1: i've got like 40 some ebooks to read not counting the actual books i have at home so i'm like i'm kind of bogged down at the moment Mm
0: -hmm. well guys it's been the 12 days of crystal we spent a year away from you, and then we gave you twelve straight days of us talking about books,
1: rambling and rambling about yes, books. You're welcome.
0: Gotten how much? How much you wish we were better at this? <laughs> um, this and how you're like, wow,
1: well, I can't wait for them to not do another year of the show.
0: <laughs> what we are going to do is, hey, it's called literally because it can be literally whatever we want. We are going to continue to talk about books. But we're also going to find some new paths to go down. Um, We're going to try and release an episode every month. And we're working on some, like, bigger, more detailed detailed podcasts. Let you know more as it comes along. But we are planning, beginning in February, not January, because, hey, just doing these 12 is a big pain.
1: I'm the one who drove here. Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm the one that has to I'm the one that has to sit here and stare at these squealy lines and figure out how to fix these things. <laughs> but in February and with some notice, we'll let you know that the new literally is coming down the pipe and hopefully you'll be entertained and no, we're not giving up on books. We'll definitely still be discussing books as well. Till then, I hope you have a great holiday, whatever you celebrate, even if it's the Fly and Spaghetti Monster, or if it's just a time when you just don't have to go to damn work.
1: Yeah. Enjoy your Christmas tacos.
0: That's right. Tacos are on your mind. They now, are. They?
1: they really are. We need to get some tacos.
0: All right. Well, it's taco time for us. Happy holidays to you guys, and we'll see you in February. Bye. And so from the Institute of Higher Thinking, that's it for this episode of Literally. Be sure and check us out at our webpage, literallyapodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, where we are Literally A Podcast. Yeah, you can't get much more simple than that. On Twitter, we are at LAPCTwits. Over the next few months, we're going to be looking to grow and evolve literally. So if you'd like to be part of that on a volunteer basis, because we can't afford to pay anybody... Um, let us know, perhaps you'd like to be a contributor or help out maybe with some of the audio side of things. Uh, drop a line on our Facebook page where you can reach me at scott at literallyapodcast.com.